What's up, PBL listeners? This is your host, Mr. Pro Fights Be Like. And on this week's episode, I have Mr. Tiwa Works, founder of Atlanta Greek Picnic. Tiwa, how you doing? What's up, man? I'm good, bro. How you doing, Javon? Somewhere. I'm all Pro good, be like in the building. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we out here, dog. We out here. Uh, I see. I see y'all. So you, uh, you ready? <laughs> I mean, ATP's like next week, bro. What's it's, going on? <laughs> next week is it's. You know, we're we're ready. We're we're ninety nine percent. There's always one percent, you know, margin of error, but we're we're good. We're you know, it's. It's clockwork now for us. You know, everything just you know comes together and and you know leave it up to God. We all we're good. We're good. We're Definitely. In a great place. You want to tell the people how long this picnic's been going on? Oh man, this is our fifteenth year. <sighs> man, yeah. it's 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 um it's it's insane. Even when I every time I think about it, it's just like I've been doing this thing straight out of college for fifteen years, like crazy. Bro, just think about it. You got some Neos who was like probably four or five years old when you first started AGP. I didn't Man, I do. Oh, yeah. I mean, now you put it in that perspective. You know, now you're saying that. I'm like, Jesus Christ, boy. He, yeah, I bro. mean, boy, you know, but, but, you know, me personally as a person, I've just, I have, I don't, you know, especially in life, I don't really kind of use age as a margin to cap anybody or anything. I think once you're older, and you're you're in a certain age range or bracket of life and society. You know, you're you're a client, you're a consumer, um, you're you're a patron. So I don't, you know, really kind of look at the age thing. I'm, I'm with AGP. I just know like people are coming, they're spending their hard-earned money to have a good time, and they're expecting us to give them a great experience. And that's exactly you know what we always and consistently going to be doing. Yeah, for sure. And y'all, that's what y'all do. Let's uh, get in a little bit about you, T. Well, so sure. Um, you are a member of Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. Of you want to give us, you know, all your credentials, you know, where you Man, I'm and... for, <laughs> for, for 2K uh, initiator of the Lambda Side chapter of Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, uh, Georgia Southwestern State University, America's Georgia. And everybody's wondering, like, where is America's Georgia? It is in between Fort Valley State University <laughs> and Albany State. It's a really little, you know, PWI. But it was, you know, great times. Had a, had an amazing time going to school out there. Oh yeah, for sure. I bet, man. Just being in the state of Georgia is amazing, man. The experience like, is crazy I, here in Georgia. It, like I'm, university-wise and college, it's it's, it's crazy. Which makes you know Atlanta a great great area to have a yes. Greek picnic, and of especially course. like when I think of like Greek life, I think about Atlanta. I was yeah. just telling someone else on uh, another podcast episode. Well, Bree, actually, you know, uh, Bree. Oh, my, yeah. the, that's the homie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bree. She said the same thing about you last week. <laughs> yeah, see, that's I was just homie. telling, yeah, man, I was just telling her, like, how I was in high school and I would, like, look at, like, you know, uh, the chapters in Atlanta as, like, oh, this is Greek life. Like, Atlanta is, like, a pillar for, like, not only just Greek life, but, like, right. the black experience as a whole with it being, you know, um, I think I saw a statistic that it was like one of the top ten for like where African Americans are thriving and you right. know, so uh, a perfect location to 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 have this picnic. Right. Uh, right. Well, uh, why did you join KSI? Uh, so so my story is very is not the typical story. You know, it's not that you know my dad was a capital or Greek or my mom like 
I I had no idea of Greek life because I'm I'm actually I'm Nigerian. I was born in England and I've I've I lived for most of my life, you know, in England and Nigeria. And you know, our educational system did not have black fraternities and sororities. And if they did have it, I wasn't aware of it back then when I was young. Till you know, when I moved to the states and when I moved here, obviously started kind of being, you know, um, educated onto HBCUs and. Uh, obviously, with Emma Martin Luther King and Coretta Scott King and uh, everybody else that just were, you know, black pop, uh, black leaders or um, influences around around the country, and I just started noticing that they had, you know, this thing that were part of Alpha Phi Alpha, aka Omega Psi Phi Kappa Alpha Psi. So it never really struck me until I got to college, and I think it was really going into my second semester as a neo, as a not neo, as a uh, freshman that. Um, we there was something happening in the school gym and everybody was going there and it was packed and it wasn't a game, you know, there was no game, but next thing you know, you saw five guys standing there, you know, tight, locked up. And I'm looking like, what the hell's going on? Like, I'm just looking, you know, confused, like what's happening. And then, you know, they pull the first guy out and he starts to scream and he's yelling all kinds of stuff. And like, everybody's going crazy. And I'm just confused. The next year they pull his mask off and I see a guy, I know I'm like, Oh shit, Berlo, what the what the hell just happened? You know, I was confused. And then and they started realizing they they were having probates. I said, oh, shit, okay. Like, then the next day, you know, I'll see them wearing their jacket. You get the cross and everything. And it just intrigued me that I then really started noticing. I remembered um, my orientation team. Like, you know, we, again, I went to a, a school that was predominantly white. But on the orientation team, a lot of the black guys, you know, on every, pretty much every school, you can't really wear your, your letters. Nobody, they don't want you to kind of put, uh, um, showcase your fraternity or sorority. So all the black guys I got cool with and then kind of when school started, I noticed that everybody was wearing different letters. Again, to figure out what the fraternities were. But I kind of gravitated towards the Kappas just because by default, I was cool with damn near all of them. You know, from E40 to Sed to Berto to Rico, these became my profites, you know, mm-hmm. and I just, I just used to see that, you know, when it was around like um, midterms and then the exams, they'll be on the steps of the student center passing out, you know, um, candy canes and freaking hot chocolate packets. Like, hey, good luck in your, um, on your exams or like, hey, you know, or they'll dress up on Wednesdays and take pictures. So I just was noticing that and then community service and, and I just, it just gravitated to me to, and then, uh, you know, coming from boarding school, I was always in um, blazers and, and a pinstripe pants for school every day. Yeah. So they were dressed up. So it, it fit me naturally. And I remember when I told, I said, who, you know, my, my profile, hey, you know, I'm, I want to tell you something. I'm interested man, in, in being a capper. And he laughed mm-hmm. at me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, he like said, 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 Coleman laughed at me in my face. And I was oh, like, what? So, you know, he's like, I don't think, you know, it's, it's, I don't know if it's for you like that. And I was like, what do you mean? I, I want to be one. And so I didn't really understand that, but you know that's kind of how I gravitated into Kappa. And from you know, it's been amazing. It's been such an amazing journey since then. The Brotherhood worldwide, and you know, we we it is just such an amazing experience. And I kind of encourage, um, despite you know, obviously everything in life has two sides to it. But you know, the experience I've gotten from being a member of Kappa of Psi has been second to none, priceless. And you know, I truly know that if I wasn't you know, a member of Kappa Alpha Psi, AGP would not have happened because, you know, just because 
the, the, the level of excellence and achievement that we, we, we pride ourselves in just takes us over the, over the top and everything. So that's what really drew me to Kappa and um, happy to, I'm very happy to be one. For sure, man. That's what's up. That's an awesome story, man. Yeah, I know um, my uh, cousin, he crossed, uh, dang it, either 03 or 05, spring 05. Right. Um, and he lives in Atlanta. That's who I usually stay with whenever I come to Atlanta. Nice. Um, he's a Kappa. And, uh, of course, you know, he, um, <laughs> when, I, when I became an alpha, you know, he was, like, upset. Just looking like, at you like, what in the oops. hell? Did, how did we go wrong? <laughs> Bro, like, <laughs> like every I swear, every time I stay at his house, like, he got his cap of cane hanging up in here, and the room <laughs> I stay in got a red light. I'm like, oh, come on, bro. You, <laughs> that was seven years ago. Come on, dog. <laughs> The difference between good and great is attention to detail. Greek Stead Lift has new hooded tanks available, and co-CEO Jay Johnson is inspecting the tanks before sending them out. Take pride in your work and believe in your product. Follow Greek Stead Lift on Instagram at Greeks period that period lift L-I-F-T. You can purchase these hoodies at www.greeksteadlift.com. No man, yeah, that's what's up. So yeah. let's get back into uh, AGP. Sure. So how did how did how did how did AGP start? T will tell us, man. The- so yeah. AGP story is is really is very interesting, just because um, you know, again, everything kind of comes back to where I went to school, and and if you again, I mentioned that I am Nigerian. I'm also British born, lived in both countries, and then now I'm living in the third country before I, I was um 18. So the experience I was having was just very, it was very second to none. So after I pledged, you know, my fresh, my Neo year, I was just like, I, I mean, I don't want to say I was super nuke, but man, like I was, I was already popular prior to pledging. So like the letters didn't make me like, I was already very involved in campus. I was doing, uh-huh. I was in student and free enterprise. I ran for student government. I did everything on campus. So it was uh-huh. a plus to be a member of Kappa Psi, Kappa Psi. And, um, Part of our, our, what my pro fights were very big on was road trip. And they just felt, you're not going to be a local champion on the campus. Like, you know, in the city we go to school, you need a road trip, meet other bros, meet other Greeks around the, the state of Georgia. And that stuck with me really hard. So I remember once, um, one weekend, we, have to, we had a chapter meeting. They were like, yo, Kapalua's coming. We need to roll down there. And I was like, what's Kapalua? And they were like, it's in Tallahassee. And I'm like, Tallahassee is what? You know, again, keep in mind, <laughs> I... I, yeah. I I, I, I'm not from the States. So I'm like, okay, where's that <laughs> asking? They're like, well, it's like two hours from here in Florida. I'm like, oh, cool. Oh, then I remembered my cousin went to um, uh, FSU and she pledged AKA. Okay. I think it's the Zeta Omega chapter, AKA. So um, my brothers were like, yo, Saturday morning, be ready by nine o'clock. We're going to hit the road and drive to, you know, we got the vans. We, we raised some money for some parties and we paid for vans and hotels. And that's when we took our first road trip. I went up to... Um, um, <laughs> the, it's a farmyard they had it on, and it was yeah. just insane. So the farmyard, Kapalua, literally you had to answer charges to get in. Like it was a crazy experience. You saw football players, Budweiser was giving a free, a free beer and everything, and you know, slip and slide and all these artists and Young Dro was performing. It was crazy. Oh wow! So seeing that, you know, I left kind of like inspired, like you know, and I was throwing parties for the frat, so I was I left inspired. Those things, like damn, that's dope. So that's the summer I went home in uh, 04. 
um, I I was just like, I was throwing parties, you know, doing upscale events. And a couple of Greeks, you know, Vanetta Green, AKA in Atlanta, and a couple of other friends were like, you should do a Greek event. Like, they got some here, but it's whack. Like, t you know, you, you put your special touch like you do. And then, you know, I mean, I was in that summer of 03 and then 04. Went to Maurice yeah. Brown. I was cool with the nukes on, on BD and spoke to the president. We want to do a Greek picnic. And boom, it was born. The first year, yeah. I think we had barely 150. I mean, you could see the grass. That's how many people came. You know, <laughs> you can see the grass. That tells that's, you how. Bro, and, and that's crazy because, like, now you look at it now and, like, you can't see nothing. Like, yeah, even, like, on the street, bro, like, it's like, you wow, like, you, you could see the grass. Like, yeah, it was. It, so, so, AGP, you know, I mean, AGP started from very, very humble beginnings. Like, it was small. You know, I pulled together a team. Like, even the same police officer has been working since day one. When I was throwing um, club parties, I just called him up. Like, hey, I'm about to do this event. You know, do you want to come work? You know, and I'm, it's my event. So, you know, I pay you. And he's like, cool. And mm-hmm. here we are every single year, 15 years strong. AGP just, and, and for us, we just wanted to, I'm, I'm big on experiences. Like, I will spend money on what is quality experience. And then, you know, summertime in ATL is, is amazing. You know, there's a lot of sorority girls or women were coming out and, you know, cool homies were all hanging out. And AGP just took on life by itself. And then we hit the um, the social media age with, you know, Facebook coming on board. Like, mm-hmm. we joined that. Create. We still have the same groups. We, we took that over. We dropped everything. Like, we just kept building. And every year, then doc- I was just big on documentation. And, you know, kind of what I learned with the frat, just wanted to make sure that, you know, we're putting our best foot forward. We're entertaining everybody. We're, you know, good customer service. And, and hey, you know, you're good. Try to resolve problems. And make sure you leave with a good time and speak to everybody, you know, you know, if you can. And that's the same principle we've held from then to now. Just making sure, like, be hospitable, be, you know, be warm in southern, you know, southern uh, hospitality. And we just we just kept growing. And, you know, once we... We hit the Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat era, and we just, and I'm sure you've seen even the GroupMe era. Like we, I feel like we were a big force for GroupMe back when mm-hmm. nobody wanted to join GroupMe. We, we had our yeah. little groups, our, yeah, and I know you remember Tiny Chat, the video chats we used to do back in the day. So, you know, that, that's just how um, AGP kind of grew. It just really grew from being consistent and persistent. We just kept adding on, adding on. I mean, we could have quit so many times, but, we just know what it was doing for, you know, as far as history and culture, because, you know, events like this don't last. Like, um, I'm sure you've heard of Philly Greek. Freak Nick didn't make it. Philly Greek didn't make it. Daytona Beach Fest. A lot of black events don't make it. So we just had to make sure that we put together the structure, the whole idea, and just kind of how we would make sure that we don't fall to um, what is historically has, been, has happened to these past black events. And I, we're proud to say that we, we've, we've stood the test time. And, you know, we plan on being here for, for many more years. Definitely. And, like, one thing that you have consistently done is not only throwing this great event, but um, give the opportunity to other chapters to raise money right. for their chapter with the step show right. and the stroll off, Man. like, it's, how much money have you given out? Man, the I think you told me, but uh, I, won't, I won't see that. I want to hear from in, you. In the last ten years, we've done one hundred and ten thousand dollars personally. Ooh-wee. You know, and that just came from again 
going back to my 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 neo days and i i was over special events for the chapter doing um step shows and parties and just understand it and i've stepped i stepped and understood that the time and effort and dedication that goes into that especially if you're in school or even if you're out of school to practice uh-huh. and step and perfect your you know your routine it takes time so chapters want to be rewarded knowing that the prize is big so once i started the agp's um the step show in 2008 i told the team i said yo prize is ten thousand dollars they were like what i said no we're going big we're not doing 500 bucks we're not doing a thousand dollars we're giving 10 grand and they were like all right shit i don't i don't know how we're gonna do it but we did, you know <laughs> and we've never bounced a check every chapter that's gonna not check i tell them you can go cash it right now the money's good you know, we just, and again, part of the success of AGP is good business, you know? Yeah. So we've, uh, we're happy to, I'm very proud, you know, to have done, written over $110,000 to support chapters for their initiatives and services. And, um, you know, and then being a con- continuous to kind of maintain um, step show culture, because I'm sure, you know, Definitely. it doesn't, um, it doesn't, uh, la- it hasn't lasted, uh, stood the test of time. Definitely, for sure. Now, now that you bring up like stepping and strolling, bro, I've never seen you stroll before. So you gonna man you gotta stroll this weekend or something, dog? What you man? What's up? I, <laughs> I don't even know. You, you gonna break out a stroll next? You and Abdul gonna uh, break? What, what's, what's one of y'all? Y'all gonna break a holler back or something, dog? What you, <laughs> what you gonna do? <laughs> Dude, these days, man, I'm too. I'm too. I'm chilling now. I'm the new, you know, in the background, in the cut. I let them, they got it, man. I've, I've had I my, trust me, I've had my days, though. The minute I walk out, me, you know, me and my LBs will be like, yo, bro, we're going to do that one, that, that one stroll we practice. We're going to do one lap. We do, I say, bro, and I tell them my, 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 my three and my four, we're doing one lap around the club and I'm going to go dance. All right. And they were like, all right, all right. But no, I number four, want to stroll all night, rest, rest his soul, TTA. <laughs> Want to stroll all night and and drink? I'm just like I just want to da- I just want to dance with some women <laughs> out here, you know. I feel you, man. Yeah, it was fun. It's it's fun, man. Love Greek life, for sure. So, with AGP and being consistently done for 15 years, I know there has to be some headaches of organizing. You want to share some of those headaches, man? Let me tell you this. You know, people look at. Greek picnic and and it it seems like it's easy it's um anybody can do it but anybody who's ever hosted even if you think about just a simple birthday party like it's this stress there's there's so many details attention to details you have to pay attention to and now an event like agp you know times 100 every little thing that from the minute you come to a like we we think of everything from the minute you you need to know about AGP coming. Like, how much advance notice do you need? How much, you know, um, how much information do we need to give you? How do we build the hype? How do we consistently keep you interested in what's going on year after year? Like, it's not easy. And it's beyond just um, posting on social media and thinking people like, even if you get 50,000 likes, that doesn't mean anything. Can you sell your product to Mm -hmm. people? Can you sell and encourage somebody to spend their hard-earned money to come to your event and enjoy and, and participate with other people that you don't know. So, mm-hmm. you know, AGP, the logistics of it is, is challenging. It's very challenging. It's very um, intense. You know, it, you know, like you said, the pledging is, is, is damn near like pledging because every year 
you're going to come through a different scenario and different kind of thing that's going to hit you up and it's going to challenge you. So the great thing I love about it is like, I, I'm always welcome to the challenge with the, our AGP team. Um, many of them, many people have been with us for like 10 years, some five, some two, some, you know, Neos, we, we call them Neos too, you know, their first uh -huh. year. But, you know, yeah. we, we, we kind of build every year and then kind of understanding what's needed and making sure that we always exceed expectations. You know, we don't want to be, and I think the biggest thing I've always said every year is we don't want to become predictable. We want people to be like, what are they going to do this year that's different? And every year there's something that always changes, you know. But outside of that, you know, it's really just people management. It's personalities, you know, sometimes attitudes. And, you know, and I tell my team, we, you have to be, you can't be reactive to people having an attitude. Sometimes you have to understand they have an attitude because of something that's happened and find a way to diffuse that and make them feel good. And we've done that many times. Oh, my table, my VIP table, I didn't get this. And they're getting pissed off and they're yelling and yelling. And you just have to calm them down and you sort out the problem. And nine times out of 10, they come back to say thank you and say, and I remember you and I will never forget you. And you build that relationship. AGP is a relationship thing. You know, uh -huh. we built relationships with people's profiles, 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 profiles. So they tell their neos every year, you know, you got to go to AGP. Um, I remember um, a couple of days ago, somebody sent us a DM and she was just talking to us about AGP and how, you know, she just so loves the fact that this black event is doing so well and bringing so many Greeks together. And she was like a spring 92 Delta. And she mentioned uh -huh. that she says, yeah, every year I buy, I buy AGP tickets for my neo because I want them to go and experience it every year. And I'm like, wow. She's like, yeah, I've been buying it for the last couple of years. I just want to let you know. That's how much we support you. And that was yeah. deep because, you know, like AGP at the same price is a black business. And we yeah. thrive on the support of our own people to keep uh, mm -hmm. uh, going forward. So for her to have said that and being quietly supporting over these years and buying her, her Soros, her, her Neos, uh, tickets to AGP is, is amazing. So Definitely. That's what's up, man. So what do you what do you enjoy most whenever this this week comes? What what do you enjoy most about AGP? Man, I I think I'm I'm a people person. So I just really it's it's the interaction with people to see that wow, an idea has blossomed this big and you know, and thank you know, good thing with social media now, you kind of have you can can pre-meet people and um get to know them before they, they get here. Cause before like you meet them on the day of. You know, there's no Oh, I've been talking to you for weeks and months, but you get to to meet these people online prior to the events, and you kind of start to get familiar with personalities and just kind of interests. And I always tell folks like, "Oh, a lot of you guys are gonna be best friends, or you're gonna end up getting into relationships or get married." And there's been many people that's happened to. So I enjoy the interaction with people, just kind of engaging, find out who they are. Because for me, it's not just about them coming down and having a good time and spending money, but like, let's build, I'm about bond building. Let's build our relationships because, you know, we, we only have us. And if we're not building this relationship, we come to that party and leave, we haven't done anything. So kind of like, which is why we kind of make sure different types of programming enables that kind of social interaction. And then, you know, you start finding out people like the doctors or the lawyer groups and the people are like, hey, let's do some business. And, I, you know, I'm big on business. I encourage business. Definitely. And not, not business that is riding on our coattails, but do legit business. You know, ask about what can you do to get involved or how. And that, and that builds relationships because, you know, that's just the way it has to happen. And where I, I thoroughly enjoy that outside of like 
hosting the parties and the picnic and the community service and all these other things, just the interaction with people every day from Monday through Sunday is the best part. Definitely. I agree, man. And um, like I always tell people, whenever I come down to Atlanta, I always enjoy myself and I always look forward to the uh, Friday night party at Compound. Oh, man. man. You know, we've been I think you've made, you've made it, so man. many cameos on the video. Like, <laughs> man, I, every time I watch those videos, I see you in it. Bro, we be kicking it in the section, man. Like, I, like when I tell you, man, like that's like that's the one party I look forward to every summer going to Compound, man. Just straight kicking it, dog. Like when I tell you that that party like exceeds all expectations. Like, hey, man, y'all do an amazing job uh, there at Compound uh, with that uh, with that staff because you know it's you and then I guess the club owner putting it together and stuff. Yeah, well, right? well, we we rented out exclusively for the night, so. Another gotcha. thing with AGP, just because we want to manage expectations really well, like we're not big on doing like partnerships. We want to control ah. because nobody understands us like we understand us. Like, you know, a yeah. club owner that isn't Greek, even if they are Greek, they're not in tune to our audience. Like you see, you know, obviously you see in the chats, we're having these daily conversations about expectations and what's happening, what's going to come. And we uh -huh. want so for us to make sure we exceed our expectations that we have to have our control. We have to be able yeah. to make sure that we're not uh, losing control because of dollars. Like we take a hundred percent ownership of anything good and bad that night to make sure that, you know, we can resolve it. And I think that's the, that's one of the strongest things or the biggest pieces that to make sure that nobody else is dictating what we do at our events. So we have to spend that money to run out and play the, the Grand Lux compound, the world famous yeah. compound out. So I know we've been doing it. We've done business with them for almost 10 years now, a compound, Yeah, you know? So that's, um, that's one of the things, but they, they enjoy it. I mean, like literally the team at compound are amazing. They, they um, always look forward to us coming back and, you know, it's, it's a prized event that they cherish because it's not like they're, they're like, well, we're going to do it without you. They know they can't do it without us. It's, it's, it's good to bring that, partnership of you know relationship together and we just opulence is just it we just kill it definitely man and i can really can't think of like whenever i come for agp i can't really think of anything i don't enjoy you know what i take that back there was something i did not enjoy what's that but it not not looking at it like moving forward like it was hella funny back agp 2014 I don't know if you ever heard, but this was when you was doing host hotels, bro. Right. And I think it was the Marriott Marquis. Uh -huh. Like, we could not get on the elevator for anything, bro. It'd be like, we on like the 50th floor yeah. or something crazy. And like, we had to wait like 45 minutes for the elevator, bro. Like, in the, in the moment, it was like, dang, what's going on with this elevator? But like, it was like funny at the same time to add to the experience because people who attended AGP 2014 and stayed in that hotel, they know our pain. Yeah. But I mean, it, it that's that's little, that ain't nothing like too big or anything. You know, it was just uh, in the moment, like we was like, man, what's going on with this uh, elevator, bro? And every time somebody, it'd be a fool of people on the elevator going up, be like, oh man, like what's going on? So we started taking the stairs. And yeah. If we if we ever left the room, we made sure we had everything until like it was right, time for right. somebody to go to bed. Man, so, but... let me tell you what, <laughs> if you think the Marriott Marquis was bad, you should have been there when we did the Western Hotel, Peachtree Hotel, which is the tallest building in, in Atlanta and Georgia. Maybe it's that one. I don't and, know. Oh, I can't the, remember. It's the, the, the like yeah. circular building, the Westin. And that there, 
I mean, I've stopped on about 30 floors in one. Like, it was the worst experience ever, you know. Like, you know how you have that bouncy feeling when you come off the elevator? You go Yeah, to, uh-huh. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was the worst. <laughs> and, you know, like, I remember the Marymark. And you know what's crazy? Again, part of understanding logistics of an event like the Greek picnic, Atlantic Greek picnic, is mm-hmm. that little experience you just talked about. Like, that's mm-hmm. why we, we were doing a lot of our bookings at the Sheridan. Because yeah. you only had but maybe six, seven floors the most with multiple, mm-hmm. multiple, like, multiple elevators. We had to think of stuff like that, you know. Yeah. And the reason why we even compromised to go to a Westin is because we sold out the Sheridan or the Marriott Marquis. Yeah. We sold out yeah. the main hotel, so we had to do secondary. But, I, you know, that's why I didn't like staying there because I knew that was going to be an issue. But yeah. it had to become a minor issue um, as time went on. Like, it, you know, it, 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 becomes, it becomes irritating, but, you know, it's part of the planning and it, there's no fix to it. There's none. Definitely, man. I know you you face with all type of challenges yes. uh, every year. What, what are some of your biggest challenges, like, the most recent years, now that we, like, in, you know, the technology world, um, like, with hacking and stuff like that? What's, what's some of your biggest um, challenges? I think, obviously, with, with us growing into the age from early days of social media to now, is social media gives people kind of a false sense of being, per se, like, like they feel like because you've got followers you can like we've had people try to take over agp about three different times like they felt Mm -hmm. they could just wake up one morning and get a couple of their friends and get a venue and we're doing the greek weekend here and you know for me that's that piece there because they they kind of they do very deceptive things either they're using our hashtags or they're using you know Deceptive words are very similar marketing things that somebody who really isn't paying attention is going to be deceived. And it's, it's happened. So the biggest, the, those issues kind of build up because those folks will, you know, like I had, um, um, like you said, as we, we had a conversation this week about a, about a friend that is coming to AGP and you introduced me to her and she was telling me her experience from last year, how she was, she and her friends were suckered into going to another event that was not an official AGP event. And she said she hated it and she wished that they had just stuck with the AGP itinerary, which is why she called now, like, look, we're coming to everything official because we don't want to have that experience again. And, mm-hmm. you know, like these people don't realize is this brand is, is, is bigger than me personally. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's a national event brand. And for us, again, as, as a black event, black company and black production, we want to always make sure we have our best foot forward. So, but so if you are coming in because you want to make a couple of dollars and you're deceiving people, a, a company like Coke can't tell the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you're doing, when, when, they're, when they're using AGP wordage and lingo and all kinds of things to deceive people, Coke was going to be deceived. So if a, if a marketing director or sponsorship uh, vice president or whatever is seeing this, they're going to automatically assume it's us. Yeah. You know, so, which is why I'm, and, and I'm sure you know over the years, is like we're very big on protecting our brand. Like, if we have to sue you, we will. We have to mm-hmm. take you, and we've done it. We've enforced our protection, and we have uh, numerous, you know, Greek and non Greek lawyers ready to move for AGP. Just because, mm-hmm. again, you know, they, they respect the brand, and it's, that's the biggest core piece is just people feel like it's an easy comma. But again, 
this business is not an easy come up. AGP was an easy come up. Everybody be doing the AGP at Greek weekend every weekend of the of the year. It's not it's yeah. not easy. But you're not Definitely we're not, not also going to allow anyone to kind of disrupt our model, our business and our brand. You know, you have to protect that all around and but that's that's about the most if everything else is really just proper planning, timing and efficiency. You know, making sure like we do stuff in a timely fashion and get ready for people. Like now we're we're literally prepared. Everything is, is in place. We've got everything ordered. We're just waiting now. Tickets are freaking running through the roof right now. You know, our last oh, yeah. our, our our procrastinators. <laughs> you already know it, man. For sure. You have you so have you had any like issues with like scamming or anything like that happen? Boy. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> scammers are uh where well they were. We've we luckily Scammers have been a big part of AGP's issues because, you know, we would expect our fellow people to be very, you know, have a lot of integrity and, you know, you come to the event, you buy your ticket, you go home. But I've met people that who've introduced themselves, hanging out with our team, taking pictures and all sorts of things. And then, you know, they go to the compound, they spend 2500 on a section. They say, yo, put us next to the table with the, with the, with the pretty girls. And we do that. You know, giving you a list, a, a premium A1 service. And then come Tuesday, we get a chargeback from PayPal, $2,700, $2,800 deducted from your account. And you look at the name and you know the name and you're like, what the? F- like, are you serious? And then, you know, kind of when you submit your evidence, like, it's, they, they don't care. Like, PayPal, Eventbrite don't give two shits. I'll be very straight up honest. And it's, it's sad because then they're like, you you're you're hurt because like they've st- they've literally robbed you because you paid for a service. The club's gone their money and you've taken a double loss. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been bad, but you know I think it's part of the business. The this, the the people frosters on is not they're not first timers with AGP. You know they they do it to big bank with millions and billions of dollars. You know our little our little coins. You know is that, that that's our billions of dollars. So we. We don't want to mm-hmm. lose it. We want so we've right. just had to do drastic things over the years. Where now we have to ask for a lot of data. It has to match your license. We, you know, mm-hmm. if we have to, we'll take a video of you, or you sign off on documentation, or we threaten your job. We call it your human resource, and we've had to do that. You know, yeah. I've had people that had had run scams where they were, you know, they came to AGP. We again, we you know, we take a lot, we document a lot. We sit them down, they go home and claim that we're never there and then we find out who they are oh you play ball for this university okay i'm gonna call your coach i tell them we're gonna call your coach and report it and they beg like please god don't do it i'm gonna lose my scholarship i said but why are you scamming it's like i'm so sorry like it wasn't my idea but once we get the money we just kind of close the case and move on but you know I, and part of the you know with the business aspect of agp is we want to make sure that you know um, not just our consumers and our patients is data secured and they're not being scammed but we got to make sure like our processing end is going very well it's so we've we've yeah. update we've upgraded to a new security system that's working working flawlessly right now it's doing really great yeah. things so it's it's again it's part of it is with agp as a whole is staying innovative staying ahead of the curve you know not still using old technology and old ways because you don't want to adapt and kind of change your ways. so Every year we revisit everything top to bottom to make sure we're using the top of the line, so we we give the best service um, all around. Definitely, man. And I'm gonna say this about scammers: like, think about your founders. <laughs> what would your founders do? Ooh. Like, if they 
found out you was, you know, scamming a let me let me shout out let me shout out to a famous let me shout out to famous scammer since you know he he's one of them that got away. Donnell Moore, IOTA Five Theta, known scammer. Oh yes, from Chicago. Oh my goodness. Hey, he knows about your founders. Yeah, he knows. Think about your founders, dog, before next time you try to scam another Donnell Moore scammer extraordinaire. Like, oh my goodness. They're gonna get this hey, work. Call, I'm telling you right now. Hey, set them out. Hey, set them all out. I know we ain't no cues, but set them out <laughs> OWT style, dog. Oh, you bro, we don't, <laughs> you know, on the AGP page, we don't play. We you see your name pop up, you're gonna be like, ooh, what happened? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You, know? and you already and again, know it, dog. It's part of it's part of the it's part of the growth. Like we it's unfortunate we have to do it, but we will do it, you know, because yeah. you know the changes affect everybody so if we have to say well we need three forms of id from everybody going forward to make sure you're not a scammer that affects everybody nobody wants to bring three forms of id knowing right. that they're legit but you know exactly that so that's kind of what happens we just have to make sure that it's it's protection for everybody for sure for sure you want to run us through a couple of or all the events that's happening next week man so next week's uh so it starts from the 17th to the 23rd of june and um, we've got 18, about 18 events over the next seven days. So Monday. Pause, 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 bro. How many events did you have your first year? We had two. <laughs> we had the picnic and then we had the after party at Fluid in Buckhead, which doesn't bro. exist anymore. Bro, you didn't had year one, you start off with two events. Yep, and now you had a whole week with eighteen it's, events. The bro. goal was always to do it like a, like. So remember, I was um, over special events for Kappa. So right, and, yeah, you know, we were very. I was in charge also of our Kappa week. So my mind mm-hmm. was like, you know, the whole. I used to help plan our whole Greek week for Kappa, T-shirt, merchandise, step show. You know, we did yeah. an event at the Lake House for the ladies. We did, you know, date night. We sponsored a bunch of stuff, um, parties, and everything community service and then church service. So I just mimicked that because every Greek, no matter what organization you are, you you have participated in a Greek week. So yeah. it's kind of now just we are highlighting all, all nine organizations with the Greek week. We have networking, we have community service, we have golf, we have um, um, parties, step show, we have the picnic, we have brunch, we have dinner parties. So it's literally mimicking what we all did in college. And I think that resonates yeah. really well with all Greeks to understand that, wow, okay, I, I get it. And then, you know, they kind of participate and, and they love it. It's an adult, yeah. you know, like kind of a, a Greek week that's happening right mm-hmm. now. Definitely, man. So after after AGP is over, you know, you've I believe the last event is Sunday, which is like a brunch, right? Or yep. Is that the last event? Yep, so after, you know, event. the brunch is over, what is what does T will do? Uh, what's after AGP is over? What what does T will do? I know you're a busy man, so man. I, I, I know you got I, a lot I'm of other things honest. going on other than AGP. Once once AGP officially is done that Sunday, I literally stay in bed all day Monday. I don't get out of bed. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't get out of bed. I just order room service and I just sleep because like it's 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 draining physically and mentally, yeah. you know, and it's um. There were days where we would sleep maybe two hours and get right back up, and I'm like, I'm 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 just wired and just going, and then my team and 
and a lot of my even my, my family just have to always like, hey, you, did you drink something? Yeah, hear something, eat something for some energy, or and I just like, yeah, I just I just want a cold bottle of water with me right now. That's all I need. I don't really want. I'm not in the mood to eat. I, at the picnic, I tell you how many times I've eaten over the years. Like that's really? how busy I'm like focused. Like where I'm just stuck in like my whole team. Like everybody's focused. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's to the point now where. No, after after AGP is done, I start planning for Nigerian events. I host uh, a big Christmas event in Nigeria called in Lagos, Nigeria called um, ABE, Black Everything, which is the biggest Christmas party in literally West Africa. Um, so what that does is we bring everybody that Nigerian or non Nigerian that come to Nigeria. Like December Nigeria in Lagos is huge, like. I'm sure you have some Nigerian friends or you know friends like yeah, definitely. I got neo right. and profiles. So yeah. Nigerians as a as a people, we are like dominant, like from education to business. Majority of the black billionaires are Nigerians, like you know the women mm-hmm. Nigeria. So we just and we love to party. We are the party people of the world. You know we love our champagne, we love our drinks, we love our music, we love our culture. So add mm-hmm. all that into Nigeria into December where it becomes the biggest, like over a million people come to Nigeria in December. So wow. with that, you know, I remember when I, I had, I, um, I was, I was boarding school. I haven't been, I had left Nigeria at a young age, around 12. And while I was in boarding school, you know, till about 16, 17 and moved to America. And I never kind of, um, I never had a, a, a kind of a, a, a feeling or need to go back to, I got older and that was really when I got out of college and I was throwing parties and I was doing a Greek picnic. Then I, then Nigerians, I was, I was not in tune to the Nigerian um, community like I needed to be. But I started having Nigerians show up because I'll brand my name on, you know, Greek picnic, Tiba Works is posted here. And then people come up to me and like, are you Nigerian? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, from Lagos and blah, blah, blah. And I was born in London. And, and then, you know, the love is just crazy. And they would come out and support a hundred times more. I'm sure you know our team AGP, there's about five Nigerians in the team. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. and what now eventually happened was um, a friend of mine, Charles, uh, he's a, um, um, reached out and was like, yo, bro, are you Nigerian? And, you know, if you, you are, have you, have you thought about going back home? And I said, nah, I haven't been home in like freaking years, like over 10 plus years. Like, I don't go back. And he said, bro, you need to like, your events are dope. Like, I've, I've been watching you guys, like your, your Greek picnic, your parties, your upscale events, like everything about your brand is amazing. So the next year I called my cousin up and I just called him and said, yo, bro, I'm, I'm coming back. I need to come and visit. And I went back for Christmas for like 10 days. And while I was there, I noticed on Christmas Day, you know, in America, we go out Christmas. We out Thanksgiving, yeah. you know, uh-huh. we eat and then we go turn up to the morning Christmas. We're going out Black Friday. But in Nigeria, it's different. Nobody went out Christmas Day. Everywhere really? was, yo, everywhere was quiet. The streets were empty. And Lagos is wow. 10 million plus people. The streets yeah. were empty. I was shocked. Like, I was like, yo, so we finished eating. We've turned up. What, where are we going tonight? I said, no, nah, we stay home and watch TV. Like, what? I said, bro, I didn't fly <laughs> 12 hours to stay home and watch TV. And, and you know, the great thing about that is my cousin, now he's like, I'm, you know, my cousin's like my, my big bro. And he was like, yeah. okay, well, let's go for a drive. So we drove around the city. And literally everywhere was closed. Nobody was open. So I, t- I told him, I said, this is a great opportunity. And he was like, you're going to do something on, on Christmas? I said, bro, I'm telling you right now, I know there's thousands of people like me from the States, from America, that are bored as hell at home and don't want to be in the house. So the next year we came back 
and we did a party, and it freaking popped. What year was that? Uh, 2008. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So you've been doing this for like over yeah, 10, about years. 10 11 years. Yeah, okay. like all black, everything yeah. popped off. And, you know, like Nigerian, like right now, Afrobeats is, is big in America, but Afrobeats has been big in Nigeria for like 10, 15 years. So yeah. every big artist was out there. David O, um, David O came to my first party. He was like, okay. he was like, David had to be like, what? Yeah, he was like 17, 16, 17. Oh. I've got a picture wow. of like, and he, and then it's funny because he mentioned it to me one time. He's like, man, he said, bro, you, you kind of brushed me off. you like, because I was a little boy. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I couldn't remember him. Like he was, he was such a, he was so young, but it yeah. was so much fun because again, people from, you are meeting people from Chicago, from New York, from Philly, from DC, Atlanta, Houston, all over US were in this one event. And uh-huh. we just kind of like AGP built this brand and just kept going. Like now we've done 10 years. I mean, we're doing like 2,500 people, hundred VIP tables. Like we did partnerships with like Pepsi, with Duce, MTN. MTN is a compa- is compared to compared to uh, T-Mobile in Nigeria, a phone okay. company. Um, yeah. We've done a lot of that kind of business, Moe. And it's Nigerians are big spenders. So it's yeah. it's fun. We entertain. And then, you know, we have DJ Obi, who's from Boston. He's not Greek, but he's also been a featured DJ at ABE. I brought, mm-hmm. We brought him in last year to DJ at the Block Party, killed it. And he's the mm-hmm. he's the resident. He's a Pepsi ambassador. He's a tag hero watch ambassador. So okay. we ABE is it, man. Like we've done that. Yeah. We're about to tour. We've have we have a relationship with Duce um Africa right now. We're gonna do hopefully grow and do some more things. And then, you know, we own a real estate company. So in between, you know, we're growing our real estate brand and selling to people that want to move to the great city and state of Atlanta, Georgia. We we yeah. do that, and then uh, working on a, on a on a clothing line. We're working. We have cultured, and cultured is literally just about you know who you are as a person, educated, smart, well traveled. You're cultured, and I felt that was something I needed to put out because I got tired of when other people shit, and you know yeah. they were selling, <laughs> and I didn't get a dollar. Like you know what I mean? All I got was a t-shirt and a thank you. <laughs> yeah, I feel it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's hilarious. Yeah. I feel you, dog. So that's why. Yeah. That's amazing, man. I know, um, man, to go back, uh, like to all the events you do, like even from like bringing people to the step show to Rick Ross and two chains, yeah, one thing man. you make sure that you, you take care of the people and bring people, you know, who they want and whoever's hot, you know, just so they can add to that experience. And I'm sure that same experience is at ABE every year, whether it's the bottle service or whoever's right. DJing and things of that nature. So, um, you pretty much can shit run run the world now. You right, like, that's that's my two that's different my countries. No, bro, like, like dead dead ass. That's my mentality. Like two different continents at that. There's <laughs> I I there's nowhere right as long as there's a plane that can get there, I can get a hotel. My phone connects. I I'm ready for business. Like you know yeah. where I went to South Africa last year October for one of my um. Um, chapter brothers in Nigeria's wedding, Larry's from Chicago. He got married in South Africa, Cape Town. I went there for mm-hmm. two weeks and I was just like, I gotta come back. Like, this shit is wide open. <laughs> yeah. I like, me and my boys are like, they were looking at me and they were like, uh oh, T got that look in his eyes. So, yo, this shit is wide open. <laughs> uh, we gotta come back. So, part of that, part of all this is to say that we're building opportunities where we can leverage every company that we have. 
and also like engage people. Like one thing I love right now is, you know, to me, black Greeks are the essence of like, we're, we're like the cream. To me, we're like cream of the crop, very educated. Yeah, creme de la creme. Yeah, creme de la creme, very educated. We have our, our deep networks. Like, you know, like the thing I love about Greek life is anywhere I go, no matter who you are, the minute you tell me you're in a D9 organization, yo, oh man, we yes. kicking it. Like I'm telling yes. you, from Q, Iota, exactly. Deltas, Zeta, Sigma, Gamma, Rho, AK, anybody. And I've, yeah. I've, it's happened to me on the plane in different countries. And that just is the essence of being Greek. Like you have, you know, we're looking for, out for each other. So part of that now is like the, with the cultured brand, it's like we want to take people to Africa. We want people to go to like Nigeria. We want people to get there with, with kind of the climate of what's happening in America now. I think a lot of black people are really taking it seriously about really understanding who they are as a, as a people, people of color, and understanding like, yo, you know, your, our, your ancestors were taken from their own land where they were kings and queens. And like this system that we've been interjected into, there's more than just this. Like you see the police brutality. So, you know, the social impact on civil the civil rights violations and 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 justice that we're we're having issues with, and even we as Greeks are trying to make sure that we stay on top of it, just because it's part of has been part of that Black history, you know. Mm -hmm. But Black history didn't start with enslavement, you know. Right. So mm -hmm. part of that is now educating people. Like I went to Ghana. I I, I kind of go to Ghana every year now, and I've done a tour of the, you know, the 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 coast and understanding that history. Because now you you know I've been on the coast of Ghana that led, took millions of, and thousands of, uh, of, of black people, took them to, to America, like black Americans need to go to God. Like, I don't care what kind of class or level you are. When you mm -hmm. go, you're going to realize that this is, this is me. Yes, you don't have to be from Africa, but you are of African descent. Yeah, you, know? you got it. Yeah, definitely. And I might have to make it over there for uh, ABE one year. Bro, I don't know when it's going to be, you, man. We're, so we're planning yeah. a trip this December. After AGP is done, we're going to release our yeah. package. We have about 112 people interested in going. Probably get, you know, about 20 people will actually really go. But again, yeah. the entire thing is to just really enlighten people on this trip to Africa, to Nigeria, and definitely. get a feel to see a country that's a black country run by black people who control the government, and we, uh -huh. we, you know, granted, Nigeria is not perfect. You know, Nigeria got independence in 1960. She's only uh -huh. 59 years old. She's still young. Yep. Yep. But, but there's people making big shit happen. End the story. Yeah. Uh -huh. You know, so. That's what it should be about. Yeah. Definitely, man. I got to find my passport first, though, bro. Yeah, I ain't seen it in like two to. months since the last time I used it. So, yeah, I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to be number 113 on that <laughs> list, dog. So, you got for to, real. Bro. So, I'm going to be looking out for that information, man. For sure. You'll, and you'll see it, it. For sure. And it's crazy how we got connected, bro, because I was uh, looking, and I saw that I had DM'd you on April 15, 2014 at 10.30 a.m., bro. <laughs> so, and I was, this is my senior year at Mizzou, and I hit you up. I was like. Hey, bro, what I got to do to sponsor? Uh, <laughs> and I don't know if you remember that conversation, man. How, how quick man. did I respond? What's the time frame on that? How quick? So I I messaged at 10.30 a.m. And then you messaged me at 12.47 p.m. So it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too you know, bad. Like okay. Two okay. hours later. Yeah. You know? I, I, respond, <laughs> I, just... I respond within 24 hours. I will respond. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, and then you started telling me, you know, yeah, Stephanie told me, you emailed her. You was like, well, let's uh, set up a call later, man. And I still remember having that phone conversation with you. We was on the phone probably 
like an hour. At man, least an hour, honest. bro. Yeah, at least an hour, bro. And like I, I can't lie, man. From that moment, I felt inspired to continue to do the stuff I'm doing with people. Right. You know? I remember when At you that... told me about, you know, you, you, and I, and I think when you started, you shared it with me about you want to do PBL and, you know, what do I think? And, and we talked about the, the business structure and, you yep. know, making sure, and I, I kind of, and I also told you about just like kind of all my woes of what I've been through, like, Hey, yeah. your protection and, you know, making sure your copyrights and your trademark. Need a flyer made? Well, contact Arctic Flyers for all your flyer needs. That's Arctic Flyers, A-R-C-T-I-C-F-L-Y-E-R-S on Instagram and tell them that Profice We Like sent you. Man, these coaches are out here. Like, the minute, yeah. I mean, the minute you start, they're not going to be there, but everybody's watching. And then as yes. you start to grow, and you've grown your brand amazingly well over the years, sure. they will come out and try to start in at your, at your brand. So once you have your yeah. legal aspect locked in, like I said, you have lawyers, that's what their job is to do, is to go, go, make, go win. So Definitely, great man. job, man. Yeah, no, I appreciate all the help you've given me over the last, dang, five years, bro. Over the last five years, you and... Uh, you know, Abdul, he always a good time when I'm in Atlanta, man, and all everybody else that's on the staff, Olivia and everybody else, man. Like y'all, y'all show love and y'all make sure people have a good time. Yeah. You um you wanna uh you know, shout out all the social media, you the all the AGPs and your personal if you wanna share that. Yeah, of course, of course. Okay, so um Atlanta Greet Picnic is uh obviously Instagram at ATL Greet Picnic one, the number one. Um, Twitter, ATL Greek Picnic, Snapchat, ATL Greek Picnic, Facebook, Atlanta Greek Picnic, spelled out. Um, and um, pretty much if you Google Greek Picnic or ATL Greek Picnic, we pop up. We're high, pretty uh, much. number one on the on the search engine chain. Um, yes. But uh, my personal is at TWR Works. Um, I had my, my Twitter page got deleted. You know, I got I got attacked. So I lost my Twitter yeah. page. So I don't really not really on Twitter right now, but you know, that yeah, Tiva works on all platforms. Um, and, um, all black, everything is ABE tour, uh, cultured okay. gear on Instagram. And, but pretty much if you find me, you, you'll find me on there and, um, always open for conversations and networking. For sure. Man, this has been an awesome conversation for, uh, people who, you know, didn't know the behind the scenes about, you know, AGP, and they got to learn a little bit, you know, more about you, Tiwa. So I really appreciate you uh, getting on this podcast for me. I know you're busy. It's the week before, but I appreciate you uh, taking the time out to talk to me and get to uh, get the word out to the No, people. thank you. I appreciate you reaching out and, you know, always a big supporter of your everything that you do and always coming to AGP Live and keep it, keeping that, keeping the momentum going. So I definitely appreciate it. Oh yeah, I'm gonna try to make another cameo this year. Bro. Of course, we. we <laughs> I mean, I, I'm excited for. I already got my outfit ready. Like I'm ready. Bro, who you telling? Like, bro, you got my ass cut, bro. I'm, I'm already I'm, I'm shopped. <laughs> this year, I'm very because usually, like, because of the step. So we don't have a step show this year. So because right. we don't have the step show between the day party um, that we have at Sweet to Compound, there's about a good three hours, four hours of window, which I'm gonna get a good nap. I'm gonna yep. I'm gonna be fresh, ready. I'm gonna eat. That Duce is waiting for me. Yeah, you know? buddy. And I'm gonna oh, I'm ready. I mean, I keep hyping everybody in the group chats like, yo, if you see me, 
and you and I recognize you. Be be ready for a shot. I'm going to pour a drink with you. We're going to take pictures. Again, it's fun. I want people to yeah. come, have a good time. You know, this is this is your moment to release and just have a good time. So for sure, I'm man. I'm there to be the the conductor and the engineer to make sure that happens. Oh yeah, <laughs> we finna turn up next week. Let's do it. So, hey, y'all know what it is. This Mister Pro Fights be like. I'm with T Works, the founder of Atlanta Greek Picnic. Y'all know how to get at us on our social media platforms at Pro Fights be like. And if you don't know how to spell Pro Fight, action Pro Fight. We out.